Hi, I'm Tasha Cochran, a former lawyer turned entrepreneur. A few years ago, I could never have dreamed that I could walk away from my legal career to run my own business, but I've done exactly that. And now I'm on a mission to help you do it too. Imagine doing interesting work in your comfy pants, being fully present as a parent without the guilt while still paying yourself an income that makes your big dreams a reality. Oh, hello, Hawaii vacay. Yes, that can be your life. Here on the Wealth Life Balance podcast, I share the real talk, practical tips, and behind-the-scenes strategies that you need to help you build your freedom business so that you can live your best life on your terms. Now let's make it happen. Hello and welcome. I am so glad that you are here with me today in this very first episode of the Wealth Life Balance podcast. I am so excited about this podcast because it's been something that I have been wanting to do for like two years now, ever since that I discovered that podcasting was a thing. And I don't know why it has taken me so long to actually get this podcast out here. But let me just say that I am so happy, thrilled to be here with you right now. So this podcast is all about building a freedom business, one that allows you to make money doing work that you love and that supports your overall vision for your life. Finding that right balance isn't always easy, even when you're running your own business, because when you're building a business that you're incredibly passionate about, it can be really easy to get out of balance because you enjoy the work so much. So finding the right business that allows you to specifically do things that are in your zone of genius and also building it while you're working a nine to five, that can be really challenging. And even though I no longer work in my nine to five, I'm building my business still. And so I'm on that journey myself. And I didn't even realize what was possible for me and my life and what this business could do for me and what I could even have in my life as a result of this business until a few short years ago. And now not only do I get to take you along with me as I continue to grow my business, but I also am going to get to share the strategies that helped me grow my business while I was working a nine to five and grow it to the point where it could replace my six figure lawyer salary. And I can teach you those same strategies so that you can see how this can be possible for you too. And you can make this a reality in your life. In this very first episode of the podcast, I wanted to give you a backstory of One Big Happy Life, which is the name of my company. My business, One Big Happy Life, is a multiple six-figure business that helps people find balance, build wealth, and live happy. So we teach people how to design lives that they love and how to afford those lives while also building wealth along the way. We have an audience of hundreds of thousands of people. Our videos have received millions of views and I get to show up and serve my audience day in and day out because it is my full-time job, which is just so unbelievable because I really didn't see this coming. Let's rewind back to 2013, seven years ago. I was two years out of law school and Joseph, my partner, Joseph and I had been together for a little over a year at that point when we moved our little family into a gorgeous four bedroom, three bath in Texas. So it was me, Joseph, Alexis, who was 11 years old at the time and our dog taxi. And three really important things happened in 2013. First, I created 
onebighappyblog.com. It was going to be a DIY and home decor blog, a home organization routines blog where I shared how our family was DIYing our way to a gorgeous house and also how we kept our day-to-day running. So how we organized our lives, how we organized our schedules. Because I had started this blog, number two happened, which is that Joseph got me a Canon T5i for Christmas that year so that I could take pictures of our projects. And so I started to learn photography and understand how cameras work. Now, I never intended to be a professional photographer. I just wanted to be dangerous enough to take really good photos for our house. Now, of course, I also started taking a lot of family photos. So we did learn how to take pictures of each other because we started onebighappyblog.com. And because I had this camera, thing number three happened, which is that, remember at this time, my daughter Alexis was 11 years old and she had just hit puberty and she was feeling very self-conscious about her curly hair. And I reassured her that her curly hair was beautiful. And she's like, but mom, your hair is straight. And she was right because I had chemically straightened my hair my whole life ever since I was six years old when my mom first straightened my hair. So I never even knew what it was like to have curly hair. And so to reassure her to be a good mom, I said, okay, you know what? I've got to walk the walk. So I decided to cut off all of my relaxed hair, which was very long, halfway down my back, and to have a teeny weeny afro, which is like a very short curly haircut to grow my hair out naturally. And so I learned how to do that on YouTube. And so I said, let's take the T5i, let's set it up, and I'll go ahead and we'll do this big chop and we'll film it and we'll put it on YouTube. So that was the first video that I ever edited. And I never really thought anything about it. I just put that video up on YouTube. I'm like, let's pay it forward to all to the natural hair community because those videos helped me figure out how to cut my hair and how to care for my curly hair. So those three things happened in 2013 that I'm sure you can tell how it paved the way to the business that we have now. Now we're in 2014 and I received a huge promotion to be a branch chief in HUD's Philadelphia office where I was going to be supervising HUD's fair housing work over a five-state region here in the United States. So of course I'm going to say yes to that job, but that meant that we had to sell our house in Texas and move to a way more expensive city. Well, guess what you're not doing when you live in an apartment in Philadelphia? You're not doing home decor. You're not doing a DIY project, especially not when our budget was really tight because our house in Texas didn't sell right away. So we have this house in Texas that we're paying for. And here we are in Philadelphia trying to make things work where even though technically I got a promotion because of the higher cost of living, our budget just got really, really tight. And actually our credit card debt was starting to increase because we didn't adjust our budget for the higher cost of living and the carrying two households at the same time in the beginning. So instead of blogging about home decor, I started blogging about personal finance because I am a banking and finance attorney. I do a lot of fair lending work. And so finance was a very comfortable topic for me to talk about. And it was something that was at the forefront of what was going on with our family at the time. So it just really made sense for me to pivot the focus of one big happy blog over to talking about personal finance and what was going on in our day-to-day lives. After just six months in Philadelphia, Joseph's office 
reorganized. And so he had two options. He could keep his job in Philadelphia, but he wouldn't be eligible for any more promotions, or he could relocate to one of the other offices. So of course we chose that we're going to relocate because 20 something is too early to have hit the ceiling in your job potential with your company. And so we chose to relocate to the DC area because at that time we had been trying to conceive for almost three years and hadn't had any success. We actually suffered one miscarriage. And so we realized that we were going to need to take the next step and start doing IVF. Well, in Maryland and DC, IVF is required to be covered by health insurance. So we chose for Joseph to relocate to the DC office And I got a job at a law firm here in D.C. doing consumer financial compliance work for some of the largest banks in the U.S. But then miraculously, right before we moved to D.C., after we were already under contract, all of the wheels were in motion. We became pregnant naturally with our son, Reeves. So here we are now living in the D.C. area, long commutes, working at a law firm, And I gave birth to Reeves and I knew without a doubt that I wanted to be present. I wanted to be around more. This baby had taken me three long years to conceive. And so it was important to me for the kind of life that I wanted to have to be able to be present and to have flexibility and to be able to work from home and to be able to choose my own hours, none of which I could really do working at a law firm. So I took a new job. I left the law firm and started working for the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which is one of the other federal bank regulators here in the United States. That turned into the job from hell, horrible bosses, tons of unnecessary travel, not what I signed up for at all. And I was completely miserable. So while I job hunted for a new job, Joseph encouraged me to pick up a passion project. So right around that time, November, 2016, I received a hundred dollar check in the mail from YouTube. That one video that I had made way back in 2013, where I cut off my hair in the bathroom with my daughter, Alexis, that video had been slowly amassing views until it reached the $100 payout threshold that YouTube requires in order to actually send you the money. So what an amazing coincidence. I said, okay, you know what? Why not just make a few videos? It was fun that last time. This is pretty cool. Maybe I can make a little bit of money off of this while I'm job hunting and it will be fun. And so it turned out that I really liked making videos. I started making videos with that same T5i, that three-year-old camera. And then I discovered vlogging and I'm like, oh, I want a vlog camera. So I financed a vlog camera and I started vlogging, including vlogging my job hunt as I went from interview to interview to land a new job. Well, by January of 2017, I landed my dream job. I became a policy attorney for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which is the federal agency that regulates the largest banks in the U.S., and it was amazing. Interesting work, great colleagues, career growth potential, everything that I had been looking for. But I had also really fallen in love with creating content on YouTube and our audience was growing. I think we had just crossed a thousand subscribers on YouTube and I really had a passion for what I was teaching people about, which is a combination of lifestyle design and personal finance. And yes, still talking about some hair things back then. I don't so much anymore, but I was still doing that back then. So I had to request permission from our ethics department at the CFPB to continue to grow my 
business because my business overlapped with the type of work that I was doing in my day job. And luckily they said yes. Over the next two and a half years, I grew one big happy life from that hundred dollar YouTube check into a multiple six figure business that allowed me to quit my day job and go all in on my business while still being able to do work that I love, still being able to do personal finance work and still being able to pay myself a six figure salary with benefits. Now, if you were to ask me when One Big Happy Life started, I might say 2017, which is the year that I really committed to focusing on this as a side hustle. That's how I thought of it back then. I thought of it as a side hustle because I still didn't even consider that I might ever leave my legal career behind for this business. It did not occur to me that I could run a company that helped people change their lives, where I could talk about the things that I am really passionate about and help people make those shifts in how they manage their money and how they live their lives so that they can actually live better, more fulfilling and wealthier lives while still also making a really good income and having full freedom to do what I want to do and when I want to do it. I didn't even know that was possible because I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs. No one that I knew had ever started or ran a business. So I really did stumble my way to entrepreneurship. So maybe OBHL started in 2017, or maybe it started in 2018, which was the year that it went from being a sole proprietorship to an LLC. Of course, by the time we made the shift, the business had already made over $50,000. So I know that some people feel very caught up in the legal structure of their business. They think that they absolutely have to be an LLC before they get started. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. We didn't. We were a sole proprietorship and then became an LLC later. So maybe when we officially became an LLC, maybe that's when One Big Happy Life started. Or maybe it started in 2019, which is the year that I quit my job to run the business full time. And it was also our first multi six figure year. I mean, to be honest, that is when it really felt legit. I'm like, okay, we've got something here. Like it it wasn't just a fluke. We're growing and this is a substantial business right now. So any one of those years, 2017, 2018, 2019, any one of those years could technically be the day that our business started, the year that our business started. But when I think about when One Big Happy Life started, I really think back to those early years when I got my first camera, when I learned how to take pictures with it, when I started blogging about our home decor projects and cutting off my hair to teach my daughter that curly hair is beautiful too and making my first YouTube video. Those are the moments that really built the foundation for what One Big Happy Life has become today and what it will become in future years. So I hope that you enjoyed this story about how One Big Happy Life came to be. Obviously, there's so much more here because the business has changed so much from its roots as a home decor blog and as a natural care YouTube channel. 
And it's just too much for one podcast episode to hold, because as much as I'd like to, I can't keep you here on this one podcast episode forever. But don't worry, we'll revisit the decisions that I made in the early years that helped our business become what it is today in future episodes. I'll share the ups, the downs, the failures and successes and the big scary decisions that I've had to make along the way to get where I am right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very first episode of the podcast, a very personal one for sure, and for spending some time with me here today. Be sure to hop on over to the next episode because I'm going to be getting really practical in that episode, talking about this whole online entrepreneurship thing. What exactly is an online business? How does it work? Tune into the next episode where I break it all down so that you can start thinking through how you can build your own freedom business. Thanks for hanging out with me here today on the Wealth Life Balance podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. Until next time, keep taking those small actions every day that bring you closer to building your freedom business and living your best life on your terms. See you next time.